Hey, welcome to the Cube Rages Project. This is Cube Rages once again here through your earpiece talking about something. And today that something's going to be modern day slavery. You know, what's what's the new way to enslave people? You know, the old fashioned way was obviously to force people to work against their will. So if if you had a slave, you know, you would beat them or you would use certain psychological techniques to keep them working and you didn't have to pay them. That's how slavery used to work. Now it's changed because um, there was a realization that it required a lot of energy in order to keep slavery uh, going, you know, to keep slave slaves. You needed a lot of energy. And it was a huge uh, burden and liability to have the slaves in your property because, you know, they could uh, burn your house down or, or who knows, you know, uh, hurt your kids. I mean, you know, who knows what what was the what were the fears at the time by the slaves, uh, the slave owners. So what they decided to do was, well, why don't we just set them free? And since we own everything, they still are going to need us in order to eat and to survive and to have shelter. And this is what happened. They allowed all of us slaves to go free. But where are we going to go and what are we going to do? You know, we we don't own anything. We're worse than the animals out there. At least the animals, they have shelter and they have a, a... a way to survive. But, you know, when you've been uh, in a situation for so long, just because it lets you go doesn't mean that you know what to do next or you have any direction. So basically, all of us that were slaves at one point were forced to now beg to work in order for us to be able to eat and to have shelter. And that's the modern day economy. It's it's volunteer slaves driving the economy. Because the, every anybody that has a job that don't like that or they hate, they're doing it because they need the money to pay for their shelter or for their transportation and obviously for their food or for their children and for the clothing in, in the children's back on their children's back. So we're all a slave and you can't look at it any other way. If you're doing something for somebody else's company and you're just trying to make that money and you're waiting for that money and you're doing it all because of the money, then you are in a trap. You are a slave. And, 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 you know, imagine trying to get out of it. If you're in a job that you hate and you need the money to pay for your for your mortgage, you're you're done. That's that's your trap that you created for your own self. And the more luxuries and more things you acquire, the more of a slave you become because you need to keep up those things. And. This, I, I say all of this to say, poor people have it best. Poor people have an opportunity to 
get out of the slavery a lot easier than someone that has a lot of possessions. You know, because poor people, you know, you have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. You can do whatever you want to do and you don't have the burdens of having to keep up with a certain lifestyle because, you you know, poor people are poor. And when they talk about the economy recovering, recovering for who? Poor people never stop being poor through the bad economy or through the good economy. They say, well, you know, we're creating jobs. Is it? Yeah, you're creating more room for people to make somebody else wealthy. And one thing that happens with slavery is that even when, let's say, slaves were brought from Africa to the United States, a lot of them were separated based on language. So if you came from the same tribe or you spoke the same language, you had to go somewhere else to another tribe or to to another group of people where they didn't understand you and you didn't understand them. That way you couldn't plot against the, the slave masters. And, you know, a lot of times a, a slave from Africa that was from a tribe that was the enemy, you know, they will put them in, 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 with other groups that were enemy tribes. And that way there was always this, this f- internal fight. Uh, and instead of uniting and saying, hey, let's get out of here, it will be this fight internally. And that was all done on purpose, you know, and you need to understand that that still goes on today. You know, a lot of of the gangs, a lot of the the problems with, um, you know, people fighting over geographical locations, you know, East Coast versus West Coast or uh, the South or whatever. That's all so that we can continue fighting. Because imagine if we all, instead of fighting over some place that we're not, not even owners of that place, imagine instead of fighting, we were all to unite and start asking for things like, uh, you know, better schools or better roads or better situations for our community. Imagine if all of us were to just take that stand and start doing things for ourselves instead of fighting. That's very, very dangerous, very dangerous. So obviously we continue on the fight. We continue on the uh, on this competitiveness with each other because that's part of the slavery we live in. And the more things you have, like I said, the bigger of a slave. If you have a mortgage and you depend on your job to pay for that mortgage, you're a slave. It doesn't matter how you want to hide it or how you how you want to put it or how you want to see it for yourself. You are part of the enslavement of this society. And like I said, if you're poor, you're at the best place. You don't if you're able to survive without the necessity of the things that they want you to think that you need. You're doing well. You're doing well as humans. You know, a lot of things that we have, we don't need. Um. You know, we have some some things that make our lives better and more comfortable, but they're not necessities. You know, electricity, all of that is, is you know, it's, of course, I love having electricity and lights and being able to record this and technology and all of that. But is it a necessity to live? No. Yet, you know, the, the way that it's been marketed is where it's become a need. It's like you need that. 
Those are the basic needs and, and they're not. So we need to start understanding our position in the slave system and it, in the selling of a dream. For example, the American dream is that you own a home and, you know, you become like part of this middle class and you your kids go to college. And, you know, it's like this dream that doesn't make sense because you never own your home. And even if you pay for it outright, uh, if the government chooses it's a better use for your land, you're out of there. See ya. If you don't pay your taxes, you're out of there. So how can you truly own something that has so many conditions? You don't own it. Now, Native Americans own the land outright. You know, you, you had a little piece of land that was your land. And that's where you live and that's where you raise your family. But today, that's not the case. The minute that the government feels that a shopping mall should go where you live or a freeway, you have to move. You don't have any say in that. And they say, oh, well, you, you got to vote to make a difference. Pfft. Go vote. Somebody that's losing their home, they should go vote and see how much does that help. Or go to Washington and talk to them and see how you it's it's just coming to the realization that you don't you're powerless. And that's not a bad thing, because once you realize that you're powerless, that you really are a slave into a system, then you can make a change. Then you can make a difference and you look at the world differently. Then you don't see the things that you probably thought were important. You don't see them as important anymore. And being powerless allows you to build power. It, now, the false illusion of power makes you weak. If you think you have a say in what goes on around you, then you're going nowhere. Because in your mind, you think at any moment you can make a difference. That's not the case. That's like an, you know somebody that's into drugs or alcohol and they say they can dr stop drinking any moment, even though from the outside, you can clearly see that this person has no control over it. Same thing with the slavery is, is you know, you you are bombarded with all this information that you should acquire things and you should have a home and then your kids should go to college. And then you, you're more and more in debt. And, oh, yeah, I own my own home. No, you don't. You owe, you owe money to the bank. You're in debt. And then at any moment, you can lose that home. And you don't pay your taxes, you're going to lose that home. So how can you say you own anything? So I bring all this up for poor people to start realizing that you are the least of the slaves. And if you're in a bad economic situation, you're in a very good situation. Because it really doesn't matter. You have nothing to lose. Now, if you have a, a big house and you have a good job, obviously, you're probably going to lack the will to change things because you feel comfortable there until they fire you. And then now you don't know how to pay for your mortgage. And now your, your wife's going to divorce you and take the kids because you lost your job. And you can't pay for the mortgage. That's the way it works. 
That is the way that, that it works. And if you think you're going to keep your job forever, you know what? You should really look in the mirror and, and really realize that it's not up to you. You can do your the best job possible. It's not up to you. If you work for somebody, it's up to that somebody how long you keep your job. Just wanted to put that out. And I'm going to be talking a lot more about this because I want, you know, this isn't about race uh, or anything like that. This is about culture. This is about class. This is about poor people feeling that they don't have a choice, that they don't have a chance. Poor people feeling that since they didn't, they didn't go to school or college, that they'll never be anything. Poor people thinking that they have to depend on somebody to give them a minimum wage job. Poor people thinking that they can't make a difference right there within their own community. You can change it. And I just realized that don't be dependent on anybody. You know what? There's nothing wrong. Well, you know what? I'm not going to judge on anything. But if you receive help from the government and so on, also keep in mind that that's part of keeping you in control. Actually, if you're receiving help from the government and you try to get a job, they'll probably cut out that help. So you got to see where you're at. And if you're at the bottom and you know you're at the bottom, you're at a very good place because you can go anywhere from there. Anywhere. You can make any change. You can, you know, start a business and, and you can do whatever you want. It's wide open for you. Now, I feel bad for the people that have a lot of things. Because they're so afraid of losing those things. They wouldn't be able to go anywhere in peace. They have too much to lose. Too much to lose. So just wanted to bring a little bit of a seed on how we are living in a society that is a slave society. We are a slave to the things that we need. And we need to do whatever possible to keep those things. And if not, your life is all bad. If you don't have the simple necessities of electricity, internet, a car, a, a good paying job, a house that you own. Uh, if you don't have those things, they want to make you feel like you're less, uh, you, you're under the poverty line. You know, that's crazy because like, OK, you're under the poverty line. You know, who, who draws that line? You know, I, the, the poor people didn't draw it. I think poor people should draw the line. Say, OK, this is this is poverty. But somebody else is drawing that line for you to keep you. It's a class system is to keep you. OK, if you let if you make less than this amount, you're under the poverty line. You're here. And if you make this amount, then you're here. It's all BS. It's all BS. If you got a million dollars in the bank. You you run the risk of losing that money. If you don't have anything at the bank, you have nothing to lose. So who's really got the advantage? Of course, a million dollars, you can buy things. You can buy tools that'll probably uh, facilitate your life. But it doesn't make you a, a better person because when it comes down to it, if all the banks shut down and all the money went away, who's really going to survive in the world? The person that's used to not having anything? 
that they don't even have a bank account, so they really lost nothing, or the person that has no idea what to do without their credit card or without their ATM. They wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't know how to survive out in the world. So keep in mind, or at least think about whether you are a slave to the system. And if you are, and if you realize that you are a slave to the system, then start figuring out the positive aspects that you have and the tools that you have to your advantage for when push come to shove. You know, when, when don't ever think that empires and economies live forever because there's been so many empires that have ruled uh, the world. You know, they've been some of the best countries have come and gone. And right now we're at the top. But don't think that that's the way it's going to be forever. Don't think that. So when we're not at the top, what are how, how are you going to react to that? Are you prepared? Are you really prepared? Are you are you so naive thinking that running water will always come uh, through the pipes to your house? Is that what you think that? You open your faucet and water will always come out? Or is there a possibility that one day you turn the faucet on and there is no water coming out? Is that a possibility? Is there a possibility that one day you turn your lights on and they won't come on? And not because you didn't pay your bill. I'm talking about your whole neighborhood, your whole state. Is it a possibility? If it's not a possibility, then don't worry about it. You, you will live forever, happily ever after. But... If there's a possibility that your lights could be cut off, everybody's lights could be cut off for whatever reason, and water may not come through to your house, are you prepared to survive? Or are you going to have to go now beat up your neighbor to take their stuff? So think about that. Think about everything you have and how you can save it for the times that will come where it won't be available. When you don't have that water available, make sure that you have water at home, extra water for your family. You don't want your kids to uh, die of thirst, right? So why not, why not keep extra water at home? Extra food. Just have a plan. I'm just putting that out because I just think it's, it's a realistic thing. It's, it's, it's a smart thing to do is to be prepared. Maybe nothing ever happens. Maybe things get better and better. Or maybe something could happen that will leave you stranded. Only the strong survive and the strong are people that are prepared. Well, can't really talk about it all in depth in this one episode, but I will continue talking about it. And for the people that listen, hopefully you do get prepared. You know, every time you buy one gallon of water, buy two, put one away, buy some cans, buy extra cans, put them away. Just, I mean, they don't take a lot of space, you know, get a space somewhere in your house that you can just, you know, not use that. Just have it there and forget about it. Because trust me, one day when you need it, you're going to remember and you're going to be so grateful that 
You did it. Do it for your family. And regarding being a slave, I'm, I'll be talking later about how to change that for yourself. But for now, just reflect on that and realize that if you hate your job, but you need your job, then you're in a really, really, really bad place. Really bad place. So, hey, I'm going to leave it on a positive note, though. I, I think that in the next few years, there's going to be some changes that are going to bring about opportunities for the people who are at the bottom to flip the script and just flip the tables and be the people at the top. And that's that's going to be a real positive movement. And, you know, when we when we make that shift of consciousness into that movement, a lot of people's lives will change for the better. And uh, just hang tight and be prepared for it so you can take advantage of the opportunities coming your way. All right. So until next time, I'm going to be out.